everybody, we're really excited to bring you our Swim Run NC race report from racing this weekend in Hanging Rock State Park in North Carolina. Time for a little bit of rock flute. The Low Tide Boys, a Swim Run Podcast. I'm Chip. And I'm Chris, and this is episode 146 of the show. On this week's show, we have a recap of our penultimate race of the season, Swim Run NC. Race directors Herbert, Jan, and Jeff put on an amazing event, and the positive Swim Run vibes were in ample supply at Hanging Rock State Park in beautiful Danbury, North Carolina. This race was so much fun, but it was also super freaking hard, and we're stoked to share our race report for this quote-unquote unique event with all of you. Let's so, yeah. So why don't we start with, I think for this one in particular, I think it'd be helpful to talk about what our training prep and mental state was leading up to this, which, cause I think it was markedly different from. Yes. Maybe Folsom was like this where we were just like, all right, let's see what happens. But that was also like a super short race. Yeah. Folsom was like that a little bit from like a race approach aspect. But uh, last you heard from the low tide boys potentially was our Atala swimming world championship race report so which was september uh early september 5th or 6th or 7th something like that so this is effectively you know six weeks past that and no secret uh the world champs was definitely our a race (laughs) so (laughs) that was like capital a um and yeah i mean as time passed from atala i think I mean, Chris and I, obviously, we were talking regularly (laughs) in case (laughs) that wasn't obvious. But personally, I just felt really exhausted, I guess is probably the best way to put it after after Atala, not just uh, physically from the race and the training and the travel and all that stuff. But, um, you know, it sort of felt like a weird and odd end of um, like a marathon almost that we didn't know we were really starting so to speak but um you know when we when we first started the show our goal wasn't like oh let's start the show and then go do yeah, the world championship journey all and the like way that's the, the goal of the yeah. show um but somewhere along the way i don't really know where it sort of turned into this thing of like oh we're really uh attracted to uh, to uh, the swimming world championship and yeah we want to do it it's definitely high on our, our to-do list um but somewhere along the way it, it it turned into a thing that that that's what we were doing and I mean, for this year in particular, we spent pretty much since the first week of February preparing for that race. Um, and so that's like seven, eight months of prep and really intense focus and effort on a lot of different fronts for us. Uh, you know, the show, training, thinking about it, work, work life, life <laughs> all sorts of stuff. And yeah, I mean, I was I was pretty pooped after I took probably two or three weeks off from any really structured activity and i just slept in a lot (laughs) it was nice to just sleep in and not have to wake up and make sure i was at the pool really early and stuff and Mm -hmm. you know maybe have an extra cookie if it was laying around that kind of stuff but um anyway that was sort of how i was feeling but also really excited for Swarm Run and C, um, but sort of knew that 
we weren't I wasn't going to be at the the physical trained up as I was for for Atala but really excited for what NC was going to be and I think you and I we had talked a few times Chris and I felt that we were really aligned in our approach for this race which like Folsom was hey let's go out there and let's have fun Mm-hmm. We don't need to go and try to go hit a podium or some certain pace or time or anything like that. Let's go out there and see what happens. And um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think from from my, cents. from my side of the garage, it was like um, as someone who's kind of just always kind of doing random feats of endurance, staying at, at our friend Sandrine pointed this out to me several times is like she was really proud that i managed to stick with the training plan and be so committed to it which i was for sure um but after after the world championship i definitely felt like i mean i still had plenty of energy was super stoked on that race and you know just went back to my usual devices but it was nice to kind of feel like unshackled from from the the training plan commitment and take a couple weeks down and just kind of do whatever um and i think (laughs) And it was a little hard for me to get sort of mentally up for this race. Like one of the things that really gets me prepared for racing is uh, sort of fear, <laughs> fear mm. of the unknown or, or want to make sure that uh, that everything goes well. And for this one, when you and I talked about it, you know, I'm like getting this tattoo and it's preventing me from going swimming um, this month. I think I've swam like 8,000 yards total or something, Yeah, um, which I was almost doing that basically like every Tuesday kind of thing. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was definitely a change, but I think... Um, our mental state going in was such that you kind of knew where I was coming from, what I was capable of on the swim. And we were just like, well, let's just see what happens. Let's try to do a good job and, and just enjoy it. And it definitely lived up to that. And I think, um, in hindsight after the race is a little bit foreshadowing for the final thoughts, but like, it was a really fun way to race where we were Mm -hmm. just like, we have enough experience where, I mean, this was our 12th swim run where we're like, all right, well, let's just see what happens. We can make decisions on the fly. We're totally comfortable in our decision-making ability. shoot from the hip. Um, You know, not a big thing like, oh, who's going to lead the swims? Who's going to do this? Who's going to do that? I mean, we had some tactical discussions, but a lot of that kind of happened during the race, which was, which was really fun. And I think in many ways, this was a, 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 like a consciousness raised swim run where we were still really present. We're pretty clear on what our sort of physical limitations might look like. But despite all that, um, you know, we just did our thing, which was have a really good time out there. Yeah. <laughs> but mission but accomplished for sure. For sure. But the, I think one of the really cool things about this trip is that we managed to link up with the Contra boys, which is the fourth time we've done a race with them. I, it's, it's sort of like, um, are we are we like creating like a super group? Yeah, I we're mean, like the traveling like, Wilburys of swim run. Pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. I mean, that's that's what it's like. So so, John of the Concha Boys, his sister's uh, in laws, yeah, own this Carolina zip lines uh, canopy tours, which is maybe ten fifteen minutes from from Hanging Rock State Park. So. John was like, yeah, we can just all stay there. And we're like, um, oh. are you sure that's cool and everything? It's like we do some zip lining. Um, so yeah, so so Keith and Barb were our hosts and they were just gracious, hosts. delightful people. They have 26 grandkids. They So many grandkids, <laughs> they have like a chart on the wall that yeah. had them all listed. They had a January through December and they yeah, had all, all the, the birthdays. Dates yeah. <laughs> because there's no way you can, you, that's too much mental load to try to keep that in your head at all Yeah, at all they, they were they were amazing hosts and um, you know, they didn't even know summer was happening right up, 
they were really surprised like oh this is this race happening right here yeah. this is amazing so but they came out to to cheer and stuff which was that really was fun. awesome um also we got to give a little shout out to bethany which was one of our guides when we went zip lining yeah so we we flew in from sfo landed in nc at what pretty much midnight local yeah. on eastern and we got to this house um at, at pretty much like one in the morning and uh yeah the next morning at at 9 30 we were up strapping up getting getting ready to go zip lining <laughs> put it on strava too <laughs> yeah i mean i haven't zip lined in, in years and years so it was super fun and, and was keith fun. keith and bethany were, were our guides and yeah it was it was a really interesting way to kind of start like a race weekend um because after that we essentially headed to packet pickup and mm-hmm. then to do our um combo low tide boys team on Spanfica the Dorkables, Wild, Wild Swim, Swim Run, Run. Uh, you know, collab shakeout. Yeah. It was pretty fun. And Fika. And Fika, of course. So, I mean, that was that was a great time. It, the weather was warm. It was warm. It was warm. So when we were peeping the forecasts and deciding, uh, wa- wavering between which of the 10 suits we should bring and how many of the 10 suits should we bring, uh, you know, we had all heard the stories last about last year's Swim Run and see about high sort of dnf rates extreme cold water temps air temps so people getting frozen turn into the swim run popsicles out there but this year it seemed like it was a different story so we packed a little bit different um but the the shakeout i was excited to kind of see what the water was going to be like and all that stuff yeah. but um marcus obviously being a, a resident uh you know it's not his first time in hanging rock state park yeah so. i think he's done all of them every single i think time. so yeah i think so uh, he, a wealth of experience there from Marcus uh, Barton and uh, took us out on a little, just a quick little sub mile run out to what's been coined a sexy rock. Now, if you just went by this rock, you might not be overcome with how sexy it was, but there's yeah. a whole backstory on that. You'll have to talk to Team Adorkable. Yeah, and I think like sexiness in general, you know, it's what you make of it. Yeah, the, it's the beauty, <laughs> the sexiness is in the eye of the beholder. Uh, that's for humans, and that's for rocks too. Yeah. Um. So we ran out there, and then uh, some folks went to, uh, did a little juke over to the Dan River, which is where the final swim was going to be. So we kind of had a, what was that? Probably like a four hundred yard float swim down the river, yeah. which um, it was it was chilly. I mean, oh, it wasn't sure. like warm. Yeah, it was chilly, but it was also like it was extra hot that day. So it also felt good. Yeah, it was nice to just get in the element and, and just be like, all right, this is what it's going to be like. Also, the water was super, super shallow. Um, but yeah. shout out to uh, one of the race directors, Herbert, who when we told him we we're going to do the Shake Fika, he was like, hold on, guys. Let me. Sp- I got this. Mm-hmm. And he provided all this Fika, so, which is like pastries upon pastries, really amazing pastries. Um, so, so thank you so much for that. And as usual, um, you know, met a bunch of people. I think there was like some 30, 35 folks who came out for the shakeout. It was happened to be turnout. sort of right before the mandatory race meeting, race briefing. So, so it was kind of a little bit of a captive <clears throat> audience op- there. Optimized for attendance. <laughs> yeah. So as usual, we try to remember everyone we met and try to do a shout out. So let's just go down the list real quick. Obviously always great to see the Adorkables and team Ombol Spanfica who've we pretty much have seen it every race this year. <laughs> yes. Adam and Matt, the Jersey Buoys. Such a great name. Great name. Sebastian and George at the Radberg. Um, great to see to see them and hang out a bit. 
Yep, Caleb and Joe. Had an awesome race, those they two. They did, yes, right on the podium there. Yeah, Tristan Pike, who subbed in at the last minute to race with our friend Mike. That That's a great story. She was going to volunteer, and, and Mike's partner, Liza, who they've been on the show before, mm-hmm. um, just couldn't do it. Didn't work she, out, yeah. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't make it happen, and Tristan just stepped right in. They had an yeah. awesome race. And hot off their wildly fun experience at Odyssey's Orcas race, Sarah and Viv from the Tran- Traverse Fitness Crew in Colorado. Yeah. The immediate, the next swim run available, they were there. You awesome. know, it, it was funny because we're still going to do like a Zoom call with them. But, um, you know, when you have so many people show up at a race, it's like you're wondering, like, obviously not well, all of them are going to get super this. stoked. Yeah. But Sarah and Viv, they definitely, they caught it. They got it. They're they super stoked. Sure. Yeah, um, Brett Ward from Chicago. It was great to meet him in person and chat him up a little bit. Thank you for supporting us on Patreon. Yes, Mark and Christian, a.k.a., and this is a great team name here, Team so AARP and Barely Legal. So Mark raced with Christian, who was ha- literally half Mark's age. I think he was 21 yeah. or 22 or something like that. So yeah. uh, such a great, again, another really cool reason why Swimrun is such a such a great sport. You can have people who are half your age and you can have a, a fun adventure with them uh, yeah. out there mark also did rock man which i was like damn, oh dude, damn amazing. Um, the ladies from phyllis hold my shower beer it's great to meet them in person yes jen and bridget yes always love running into will ramsey and his partner coleman they had a, a great race out there um we only see will on the east coast though yeah <laughs> we need to make him come out to the west coast exactly exactly the out there and I know we, I'm sure we miss people, so we're sorry if, if uh, we, we didn't include you, but really appreciate everyone coming up Absolutely. and taking photos and taking stickers. I mean, these shakeouts are kind of becoming a thing, and um, it's just so great. They're so great. I love them. Yeah, it's, we, we, really, um, we really keep getting such tremendous positive feedback from this, so that's why we keep doing it. Um, we don't know if it's because the swim run part or the FICA part, so that's why we keep them together because that way we won't have to find out which one it really is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so, so we get to race day? Yeah, so we did the mandatory race race meeting, very straightforward. Um, the next day, you know, race morning, we got up at a reasonable time. Again, we were staying so close, it was actually 15 nice. minutes away, it was great. We didn't have to get up super early. Everyone kind of did their rituals. Um, we got to the race, and yeah, it was uh, it was a little bit colder than it was the day before overcast turned out to be overcast basically the whole day which was you know anyone who's running in a black suit appreciate that yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll take that so um, yeah. let's uh do you, let's talk about kind of our, our gear a little bit on on this one as, yep. as we go down i brought three suits i had brought the orno x with arm sleeves just in case who knows a glacier melted and it froze the waters down <laughs> i brought my uta sleeve the uto air the sleeveless uh wetsuit from arc their new one and then the the vig chris's favorite um still want my vj ultra two shoes my keel buoy keel plus frank paddles of course same kind of goggles uh set up we did get a new tether Mm -hmm. we constructed chris constructed a new tether for us um we felt so for some reason for, for no reason in particular at Attila that this one was getting old, long in the tooth. Need yeah, to be retired. I mean, it had all these knots from where it was too long and stuff, so I just, I kind of got a bug in me after the World Championship to be like, it's new tether time. And honestly, I, also, I love the new tether. Less, I, less crap. It was a I do. Bit thinner. I also, th- I'm all, I was also thinking during Attila, I couldn't stop thinking about how much of the poop 
from the poop swim at Attila had was, seeped into the that, tether and yeah. then contaminated it. Yeah. So maybe that's why the <laughs> fresh. Tether. I mean, it was so contaminated; didn't even the tether didn't even make it into the the shelf of of uh, a fame, which we'll talk about oh, a little yeah. bit later. The shelf of fame. Uh, of but you ended up you ended up going with the with the, the Uta Uta air, air, yeah, and lubed lubed the neck and, and arms pretty heavily, and it seemed to work out. I mean, you didn't cab down at all, at all. You yeah. just unzipped on the runs. And so, um, you know, gear is something that we're always testing out and everything here, and nothing new on race day kind of thing. But um, I've sort of taken the the stance on the next few races, Swimrun NC and Austin, going to try out a little bit of a different setup than I normally would, uh, just to just to see how it goes. Um, but yeah, the Uto Air first time with the sleeveless wetsuit, so I was looking looking forward to see how see how that was going to go. Yeah, and I raced in in the Vig, which I mean, I just love that suit. Any opportunity, I I can I can wear it. Yeah, I will, and it worked out really well. Again, didn't have to cab down. I did bring arm sleeves and just kept them in my back pocket, and mm-hmm. they just stayed there the whole time, just in case things got a little weird. Um, and that's maybe my own little paranoia because like, I mean, I don't want to get cold as much as the next person, but yeah. I also I know that suit really well, and I know that I don't. I won't need to cap down for the most part, and then I didn't. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so I think I was really happy. Sort of app. We were <laughs> maybe a mile into the. Well, we'll get into this, but a mile into the first one, I was very happy. You're with very my happy. Gear choice. <laughs> yeah, because we were optimizing. We knew this this race featured long runs to get out to all the sort of swim run business out up at the lake. Yeah. Um, so we knew there was going to be multiple five plus mile runs in there including hill climbing (laughs) and very technical running so didn't want to have to think about trying to cab down so that's sort of how we were thinking about optimizing our gear setup for this one in particular like what's the lightest lighter weight setup that we can go with that won't require so much right exactly and we'll get into a leg by leg breakdown here in a second but essentially the way we were thinking about tactics was like there's essentially three runs, all of which are really beefy, and then a lot of, as you mentioned, like swim like run circuit, business yeah. in, in, in the middle. Um, and we definitely wanted to make sure that we weren't getting cooked on the runs, but also just we're trying to just you know just be efficient with everything, which I think we we ended up doing a really good job, which we'll we'll talk about it in the leg by leg breakdown. But um, yeah, let's why don't we just get let's right do into it. that? <laughs> so we all bundled up into the start race. The timing was really cool. They had a great screen with the countdown. Herbert, yeah, uh, Herbert was there, and when we first saw him, he had a yellow race director bib on, and he had some. He had like running tights, like running, like running tights. Very, very Euro vibes. And I'll from, admit, at like seven fifteen in the morning, when start, he came up to say hi to us, I'm like, "What is this ooh. dude doing, man? I'm like, like why is man, he he's this? really into race directing. He's got running tights on. <laughs> That's with the tights. And we'll 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 allude more to that a little bit later. But um, yeah, we we kind of bundled up normally where we were. We, you know, as we tend to do, we re-listen to our own voices <laughs> on the yeah. plane ride over our, uh, you know, the the course preview for Swim Run NC that happened last year, and Marcus and the Boston Wet Sox and Herbert uh, all contributed to that. So it was really great to get a refresher on that. So yeah. one thing we wanted to do was not get kind of caught up in like a conga line on the single track. We also know we don't need to be the first team out there, but we just didn't want to be sort of blocked up behind a big group of people where we couldn't get by if we were feeling good. Yeah, and I think, you know, so run one was essentially 4.5 miles from the alehouse up to Hanging Rock Lake where the first round of swim run business was going to happen. Yeah. And yeah, we're like, okay, well, let's just be steady and, you know, let's just move and, and kind of try to keep it in our pants, but still kind of get towards the, the you know, seat ourselves 
uh, no so man's that we're land. not get stuck. <laughs> yeah, as we usually get into, but but basically get to the point where we can just move whenever in whatever speed we want without getting a bottleneck. Um, but yeah, the race started and all plans went to shit because it started like, off hot. It was hot, like out of a cannon. People, I mean, I swear they were like sprinting. And I'm like, I didn't everyone get the memo? We're taking it easy. Yeah. <laughs> so immediately two, one team shot way off the front. We we caught up with them later. They were running five minute miles yeah. up at the front. Then there was another secondary front pack that was going also very fast. They I would, were doing sixes. They were doing sixes. And I looked down. So it's like a gravel road, like first half miles of gravel road. And then you kind of start getting into the woods into single mm-hmm. track. Um, all the the until we got to the single track, like you and I were doing sevens, which we're like, which is a heck? little bit hot for us, I think. So this is this is the first instance of several where I think we made a very interesting tactical decision where I knew that I was pretty trained up for the climbing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe a little bit more so than than you were. Yeah, it's and I was like, okay, suit. for this first run, I was like, I, I'm just gonna let Chipper be in front. I'm just gonna let you dictate the pace because otherwise, knowing you know, you know thyself. Shoot, yeah. I knew that I was going to be full of piss and vinegar, and I was like, well, you know, this is a good way to kind of like, I don't want to blow Chipper out. Yeah. also want to keep this in control, and and I think you did an awesome job because the pacing was great. We made our move at some point, but not until like maybe yeah. halfway through that run where we are like started being like, all right, let's just start passing some people. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was good, and I also was like, oh, I'm... I'm in front here. Let me uh, let me just keep going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, I I mean, for me, it's you're kind of running at this slow grade up and you know, you're running uphill, but it's it's undulating and, and everything. And we were running and we were actually ended up kind of sorted behind team uh, Phyllis hold my shower beer for which a bit, super fun, which was really fun to yeah. kind of, uh, run and race with them for a little bit there. And um, after the really hot start, it was kind of good to, I, we were we were behind them for a bit, and I was kind of like, okay, let my heart rate come down, let's kind of ease into this, and let's put it in cruise control because we still right. have you know three miles, uh, two and a half miles to go. Right. Plus, plus Jen and Bridget are super experienced. I mean, they podium this race multiple times. It's like if they're, they have a manageable pace, like yeah, they, I'm we'll, sure they know what they're doing. We'll just hang out here. Um, and then there ended up being a good spot to kind of squeak around. And we, we ended up kind of making that move, if you will, mm-hmm. um, and sort of proceeded up uh, to the lake. But um, I think, yeah, I think we, like we you, nailed you did several good deeds. Um, I think Bridget or Jen dropped her swim cap and you picked it up. Scooped and then it right up. I think it was Jen who just dropped herself. She, she, she tripped she on and something. Falled. And you were right there and picked her up, um, which was which was super cool. And and yeah, I mean, I think one thing we probably won't mention this enough, but just how picturesque and beautiful everything was. Like it was creek, incredible. There was a bunch of creek crossings. There's a you know sexy rock. These little waterfalls. I mean, it was the leaves was are spectacularly fall. It was something colored. It was really really beautiful. Um, yeah. So we kind of finished that run feeling pretty good. Stoke levels high. We get to the lake. We see uh, Concho boy John's family, who yes. his sister lives in North Carolina. His she came with her three nieces. Barb was there, and John's wife Amanda. And so we basically had a cheering station, which was so always awesome. super fun. Always super fun. Love so, it. so, so we get to that first first aid station. We take nutrition, and then we get into this little circuit where it's essentially like a point two mile run, a twenty five yard swim. A little bit more of a run, yeah. <laughs> and then and then a five hundred meter 
or you know 600 yard ish swim and you do that twice before we head towards moore's wall and i think those swims i was really concerned about my swim again because mm-hmm. i've swam like you yeah very little but um but yeah i was fine i led the short swims and you led the long swims it worked <laughs> out great um i will say like for me always let me just get through that first transition and yeah. i just, i like once we did that transition, like my energy levels just immediately just like shot up. I went from like a seven to like a nine, just being like, all right, here we go. We're swim running now. Um, and I also think that first, those first transitions, it was a good, it, it foretold was what was going to be a good day, at least in terms of transitions. Yeah. Like our transitions were tight. Yeah. Super Smooth tight. Like, butter. like we were, we were. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this. This is a little foreshadowing for later. Like we were talking about on the last run on how the race has been going. And you're like, and we're like, oh man, our transition is so good. It's like, we're putting on a clinic. We're here just putting on a transition clinic for people. It was, just, it was, I was so funny. I was pumped about it, I guess. Um, yeah, but our, those transitions, the fact that, that those first two transitions were just like money, just seamless, just in and out, like no problem running up and just keep yeah. going. Like I was like, okay, this is so much fun. Like, and we came out a little spicy from the the first little 25 meter swim and the, there was a cameraman there one this race had the yeah. most photographers i've ever seen at really cool they knew things. where to be there's waterfall areas there's logs to go up things like that um that i i actually got reprimanded once i was there was a very specific direction for some of these things and i kind of went around a tree and they're like no no go over here <laughs> i didn't realize oh yeah like, on one of the waterfalls. one of things. the waterfalls but the waterfall was cool uh that was on the first run there and i actually like let the water get on me because it kind of felt nice to to cool down like that but for um, sure, for sure. yeah again i i'll echo your your stuff there i feel like um that first transition into swim is sort of the big icebreaker that we need for races of like hey we know how to do this <laughs> Mm-hmm, let's mm-hmm. just go let's have fun yeah and, this and one that's when late. the fun started for sure yeah i mean you know start a race with a 4.5 mile run i mean that's you know i guess i guess it's like catalina i think catalina was like a four mile run to yeah start. it did have a big run um <laughs> but yeah so so we we pretty much had either verbally or you know inaudibly yeah. <laughs> communicated to each other that you were going to be leading the long the long swims yeah i was assumed I um so yeah so so we kind of got there and did that first swim and i thought that that went really well i was really happy that i wasn't like sort of dragging ass in the back yeah and, and that's was... a, and that's another one where really good line the swimming was cool i mean going into the race i was like oh this is kind of like i mean not super interesting that you're essentially doing the same swim like four times. Yeah, like a circuit situation. But uh, but yeah, but the swims were great. The water wasn't gross. I think I was telling you after is like at least the water was was nice and clear because if the water was gross after that first time, you're like, like I got to uh, do this three more yeah, fucking times. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it was nice. Um, yeah, and I I mean, I will say I feel like in this quote unquote training block, I probably skipped more swims in this four to six week training block than the whole seven month Utsala training block. <laughs> yeah. Um so but obviously our swim fitness was incredibly robust from Utsala. <clears throat> you know, I, I think we were probably doing twenty thousand yard weeks there for a, yeah. a while. So we felt good about that. But it was a really fun kind of opportunity like, okay, five hundred, really just give it the gas every time. Um, and that was really fun to to be able to do because that's not normally how we're able to to do the swim. So I I, I enjoyed that from from leading 
uh, that out. And there was opportunities to be more uh, sort of racy with the line that you took, or there was always teams to kind of chase down or try to pull away from. And I just sort of enjoyed that piece of it uh, from the swim perspective. But yeah, yeah. that transition, the the first transition, well, that's a transition coming out of that first swim. Yeah. Like we just, there were some teams that were kind of like fiddling around with stuff and we just came out like, like we were a shot of a can. Like we were, this Felt is a like. terrible analogy, but like Max and Hugo, man, like we just came oh, out is. and started like running up. Why this offend thing. them? Why are we offending I, them? I guess we are offending them. <laughs> sorry, sorry, guys. But like we came up and even like the spectators, like we, uh, people were like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. We were hungry. I was yeah. like ready to get out and do another loop. I'm yeah, like, time yeah, for yeah. Chris so, to lead a swim here. <laughs> yeah. 25 Let yards. Get my slash. So, so that second, that second loop, um, this is a funny story. We started coming up on some teams that were going on their first loop. And at that first swim, we saw Mike and Tristan and I think a couple other folks. The Traverse. Oh, was it Sarah uh, yeah, and Viv? I think so. And, and we're like, oh, hey, guys. And they're kind of getting their stuff sorted. And I just look back at you and I'm just like, let's let's let's, let's just, just go. go through it. Yeah. And and we were like, hey, guys, how's it going? We jump in. We swim across. We get out. We do, again, another beautiful trans, just like climb Majestic. up and go. Majestic. Great word, great word, Chipper. And I kind of look back, and all four of them, they were just looking at us. It's like, whoa! They were just like, they're like, <laughs> like just looking at us. So that that was super cool, and it was great to see them. And it was actually that was great because we started seeing like more people because really quickly we kind of got into this little no man's land. But we do that um, the second twenty five swim, the second five hundred meter swim, and then we get on the trail that's going up towards Moore's Wall, mm-hmm. and this was pretty much a huge climb. 600 plus steps and 642 steps which i'm questioning i had some questions about like how they're figuring out what the step count is because some of them look like steps and some of them were also just like i don't know platforms yeah 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 so i wasn't counting 600 that's for that's for damn sure but um yeah that was a pretty steady climb we say tethered um up that climb we didn't really tether on the first run until we got sort of to the lake area this is our least amount of tethering i would say yeah we tethered to the top of moore's wall which is amazing um there was a team ahead of us and again we weren't trying to burn all the matches i was feeling i was full of piss and vinegar for sure so i think tethering was good because i kind of knew kind of where you were at and we didn't get too separated yeah and we actually kept it pretty steady Mm because you climb up and you do this loop but then you still and this herbert was really driving this point home you need legs for coming back down moore's wall and then back down to the green uh heron uh ale house for the finish yep. um or sorry it's down to the dan river where you jump in uh and so that was something that we were kind of making sure consciously that that we knew um and and yeah i mean my strength has never really been hill climbing maybe i'll change that this off season but i think we took a pretty good steady clip i mean i looked at my heart rate stuff on strava after i mean it was like definitely tempo running if not plus tempo mm-hmm. plus um up there we kind of hiked it out and uh for for some part and yeah the team in front of us um i think we had made some headway on them in in the swims like we made up some good thing in the swim and i'm like okay we have one more circuit to go and i feel like if we not that our goal is to pick off teams or whatever but it's a fun little carrot to chase during the race it makes for something exciting um and so i'm like if we could just kind of keep them sort of in our sights i think we can kind of nip them on maybe one of these swims but uh we we actually i feel like the whole way up we kind of kept a they would get out in front for a little bit and then we would we would kind of reel them back in or maybe they would start hiking more or whatever but 
very hard. You couldn't get into a great cadence on yep. the ste- steps. So one thing that I really thought was a good move uh, where uh, where we could, Chris would like go up on the side where there was a trail and we would just run up past like 10 steps because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was... Instead of, it's yeah, just instead hard of to like, get a cadence. It was hard to get into a rhythm. Yeah, instead of making it like a like a stairmaster thing, it yeah. was more just like just kind of like running up a trail. Yeah, and so so you kind of pop out on Moore's wall, and it's just like we're just like damn, this thing is amazing. It was amazing. Um, Herbert was there. There was a photographer there, so we took a picture, and um, we actually took a picture with the team that was that was ahead of yeah. us. They're like, hey, can we take a picture, like, you guys. Like, of course, sure, no bring it in, buddy. Yeah, you're like, um, we got to let us go first. Though. And, <laughs> and then they just took off. Yeah, they 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 like took off on the downhill. I was, you know, I was being super careful on the downhill. So my, uh, if you can call it kryptonite, is sort of overcast where there's um, roots. There, where there's roots and then there's like sort of fallen leaves on top. Like for my depth reception just has a problem with that. Even though I was wearing contacts. I mean, if I didn't have that, that would have been a huge problem. That would have been an issue. Um, so, so we're, so we start running down and I'm being careful and I'm also trying to be really conscious about not hooking the quads mm-hmm. because I was trying to be kind of light on my feet and just not like be pounding all the way down. Um, and, and I think mission accomplished on that. But what was really cool is, we finally figured out why Herbert Had was his wearing tights his tights on because he must, I don't know how many miles he ran. He probably ran like he 15, probably ran a 30 K at least. <laughs> Definitely. Cause he basically ran down with us, chatting us up, was taking videos, was explaining what kind of was coming up on the course. And it was really great to chat with him and talk about his ultra that he's doing in Mexico in a couple of weeks and stuff. Yeah, it was, it was, it was really fun. It was such a him. unique, I mean, this race, it said it on the back of the cap. It's a unique race. Yeah. Uh, this is truly <laughs> it. And I've never raced with a race director who was doing that'd be like Lars like coming along yeah. and chatting us up but it was really cool to chat with Herbert I mean we don't get to chat with him enough as it is but um yeah and it, it, it was, was a great and it was cool and then at one point he's like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna go run with the I'm gonna go catch the next team and run with them a little yeah. bit and I guess he did that with the Concha boys too he was just basically was, like orienting people making sure everyone was having a good day I mean I think he had the most fun out <laughs> I'm not gonna <laughs> lie I think Herbert might have had the most fun out of anybody out there absolutely absolutely um so so this is so we're running down Moore's wall and very this technical is, on this the first super half. technical yeah. yeah and honestly there was a lot of vibes we're talking about this. There was vibes from trails that we run all the time. So mm-hmm. if you know the Nevada trails, if you want to come check them out, just let us know. Um, big trees, a lot mm-hmm. of big One trees. One of our favorites, vibes. Chris and I's favorites here. Even some up to love vibes and just the sort rocks, of like the yeah. rocky terrain. Um, so we definitely felt super comfortable there. And when we're coming down, that's where we made sort of our first technical decision or our ta- tactical decision where there was a little aid station as we were heading back to do the second circuit around um, the lake, around the lake, and the team in front of us, who we'd kind of caught up with, well, a team, well, so like they passed us, and then another team passed us. Yeah, so we um, did get passed on the descent by I think they were Swedish or something, or I think maybe one I'm of getting, the guys okay. was Swedish. His name was Per. I don't remember his last name, but yeah, it was funny because we were bib two hundred seven, and it was like. The team in front of us was 206, and the team behind us was 208. Yeah, we're like, okay, 208, don't pass us. Yeah. We'll have a perfect <laughs> exactly. six, seven, eight. So, so they finish. they are bombing down the downhill, which are like, have at it, Haas. Um, but team 206, they stopped at this little tiny aid station. It was just like a water station before kind of like the main aid station. Mm-hmm. And you and Chipper, you were saying is like, I need to get some water. And I just looked back at you, and I knew you need water. I was like, let's just get it at the next one because which so, was maybe. 
a qu- less than a quarter mile less away. So I was like, mile. yeah, no problem. Yeah, maybe even like an eighth of a mile. I mean, it was it was it was really close, and and that ended up being a pretty decisive move because the team in front of us had sort of drank some water, and then they were just like walking it out a little bit, and we just blew right past. Like they didn't even probably didn't see us pass them. We just like blew yeah. right past them, and then um, we still had the team two hundred eight in front of us. Got our aid. Did our transitions and then basically passed them on the five hundred on the first five hundred yard swim. Yeah, so that first five hundred yard swim, I was like, okay. I guess the third five hundred. Yeah, it would have been the third one, but the first one uh, back from the return at uh, from mm-hmm. being at Moore's Wall, which we uh, swooped up a little bracelet there, and the photo that we took at the top, like the the scenery yeah, has been Moore's so Wall. amazing. It's kind the of whole surprising. Day. You get up there, like Damn. you climb up, and they're like, oh, go over here, and you walk out, and it's like the whole valley like opened up to you, and it was just in a really picturesque. And I'm like, I'm and again. They make you take a. It's mandatory photo you have to take at the top. Which if they didn't make it mandatory, I'm sure half the people would take it. But yeah, like thanks for just making everyone stop and do it because it was a great <laughs> time, and I. Yeah, well, we've finished uh, 30 seconds faster. Yeah, but who cares? If everyone's doing it, it doesn't really matter, right? Right. Um, so uh, that first swim, we literally kind of got into the, the water with them at the same same point, that 208 team. Yep. And I, in my head, I'm like, okay, let, you me, did your thing. let me put a good effort in here. Let's see mm-hmm. if we can make some space. Um, just went out of, more gas than I had given any swim uh this year i believe uh on that one so i really gave it the piss and um i'm going i'm like oh man i'm feeling good i wanted so badly to like turn around and check to see how how much distance we've done you know i guess just a a confidence self-esteem booster for myself and then out of the corner of my eye i see a red swim cap which is the men's just like coming by me at a really fast clip and my first thought was damn it, I did so much work and they're just taking it back this easy. Like it was like nonchalant they were going by and I'm and I look, I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, that's beat. So so yeah, so they they came up very very Stealthily. very smart swimming. So yeah. they were on their on their final loop of the circuit before heading to, of the circuit and they came up right behind us, used our used our wake and then kind of came around us and I saw him go by and I was like I'm like, oh, that dude's wearing a vig. I only know one other person that's wearing a vig, yeah. and I was like, I was like, I chipper's gonna figure this out too. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I saw Marcus, and he was wearing his sort of his signature USA yes. goggles. And, and I'm Mar- trying to chat with him, and he's like, not even trying to talk. I'm like, hey, Marcus. I'm like, in between underwater. Stars, I'm like, hey, how's it going? I'm like every time I take a breath, Marcus. <laughs> I don't. And think he was he just was. ignoring me. Maybe he wasn't. You know, he Marcus was, he was busy. Also went with the Uto Air, and I saw his his tap. sleevelessness, and I'm yeah. like, oh, that's Marcus. Yeah, yeah. So, so they passed us, and they were—I mean, they were—they were crushing it. They had an awesome race, and, and I, yeah, they transitioned out. Yeah, like they Gazelles they were well. going, and I I'm like, ooh, and I you know we follow everyone on Strava, so it's it's no secret to me that Beak and Marcus are substantially better swimmers than than us. But I'm like, let me see just for funsies how how long <laughs> I can hold on the feet of these guys. You know, the eighth, the top ten men's team at Attila World Championship. Let's see how we can hang. So did that a little bit, maybe kept on Marcus's feet for 25 meters or something. And then there started to be like a gap. And then I'm like, well, I could like totally blow up here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they pulled out in front um, and then they took off back to uh, Cascade Falls. But we still had one more loop there. Um, right. But mission accomplished. We had put a had put a little gap into the team behind us, which was, I mean, I feel like as the race kind of went on, we kept having all these really positive like a- 
affirmations like, oh man, that first run, we paced it really well. Oh, the Moore's ball crime, we paced it really well. Oh, the swimming's been strong. Our transition's like a bunch yeah. of good like confidence kind of yeah, builders as the race went on. Off, even after yeah, not swimming for our gear choices were good. Like, oh man, I'm really, the water's not too cold, I'm not having a bad time in the suit. Our shoes are working really well. Like it just started unfolding to be a really fun time and a lot of positive yeah, plus uh, things coming through. Basically had family there, you know, <clears throat> the hot corner. adopted family. So we had like, you know, a bunch of people there cheering us on, which was which was always really great. So we do the last swim, um, the last swim of the circuit, and then we start heading down, basically the longest run of the day, which is run 10. It's 5.7 miles, mm-hmm. getting all the way down to the, back to the Dan River with a little kind of out and back to check out these waterfalls that were super cool. Really cool, yeah. Um, and a little, you got to cross paths a little. So if there was teams maybe two minutes mm-hmm. or less in front of you, you would have maybe been able to see them. And I think we saw... We saw a couple teams. Uh, a couple teams there. We saw a couple teams. And I think that's where um, I was still, my energy levels were still pretty high, gelling every 20, 30 minutes. Same. Um, and I think that's where uh, you were like, maybe your energy level like dipped a little bit when we were coming back out of um, Cascade Falls to get back on sort of the main trail to head back down. But it seemed like you managed to yeah, kind of get Yeah, there that was sorted. some, one of the circuits, I forgot exactly when, like my hamstring really kind of got like, locked up feeling and i'm like just you know go through it but it felt like oh you know one of those things one of those things where it can uh, really uh you would have to walk it out sort of thing which i didn't want to happen <clears throat> so i actually fueled up gelled up we stopped at the water thing made sure i had i had that um but just really kept on top you know still going with the the precision hydration uh pfh stuff jumbo gels there um, and then, yeah, we didn't tether for that way down the hill, which, again, sort of were, were big proponents of the tether. Um, but the technical nature of the ter- ter- terrain sort of dictated that we not. Um, so we held yeah. on to that. And I think it actually kind of worked out for us. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think <clears throat> running back down, um, yeah, it was pretty technical, but still pretty runnable. But a lot of sort of left, rights, up, down, yeah. kind of like skirting around trees and at that point i was like i'm just gonna try to maintain like a pretty steady effort and sort of consolidate whatever place we were in yeah um and a little bit foreshadowing ends up like we ended up putting like 10 minutes on those two teams that we had passed yeah and really didn't see them until they had a photo finish like they a came race. out of the water at the same time and they, like, Damn. which is just pretty awesome um but yeah so we we kept running down there was only one spot where we where I took a wrong turn and I stopped right away and tripper oh, yeah. and you you stopped me and you're like wait a second is this the thing I'm like where well, is this a sign it's like oh that's an official sign of the thing it's official park there. signage official <laughs> park sign it's not part of the race um and so we got that sorted and maybe we lost like ten seconds or something but that was no, whatever you know that's where like experience which is like hey I have something to say here the other person needs to stop and listen and be like are we sure about this yeah. like what's going on let's really quickly make a tactical decision here because the park was open too so there was people hiking you know it was a little bit early it was also sunday but you could hear voices you know and see kind of people through the trees you're like well is that racers or these people just coming out for their sunday hike sort of thing but um yeah we were not tethered on that and you were keeping a a good clip up front and i was behind you further than the tether probably normally would have extended to Mm -hmm. um but it felt manageable for me and I'm like, okay, as long as Chris doesn't like 
you know, start taking off, but I, you were, you were good. And you even turned around and asked me if I, if we wanted to tether and yeah, I, was I was like, like I'm, I feel pretty good right now. So just kind of like checking in and making sure that <clears throat> yeah. you were there, but also like really conscious of like, Hey, this is the last run. Like I want to push this a little bit and like make sure yeah. that you're emptying, you know, that we're both kind of emptying the tank, which got us down to the last swim, um, which was 900 meters. So almost like a thousand yards in, in the Dan river longest swim of the day. We knew it was going to be colder. The coldest. It was going to be colder. Um, <laughs> we we knew it was going to be like pretty shallow at points from yeah. the day before, and this is where I'm still suffering from my injury. You still, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, I was giving my wife the race report, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh yeah, right here," and she was like, "Oh right here," and she ah. touched it, and I was like, "Oh damn," and she's like, "Are you messing with me right now?" I'm like, "No, it actually hurts." Um, so super shallow. Chipper's leading the swim. This is also crazy this, current. This too. is also like I should say this is the transition that wasn't as graceful because we both had a pee really badly. Yeah, so we I just mean, didn't... for some reason <laughs> I had been holding this pee since probably the first run, and it was just uh, a long time. Dude. Yeah, and healthy. I mean it. Yeah, I the if anyone saw the water levels rising, that's why. <laughs> that's so different. much, so much. Um, so so we start the swim and we're tethered, which I don't know if that was a good idea or not to be honest, but we're tethered. We're going down. Chipper's leading, it's getting super shallow point. You're almost like sculling, doing like a sculling drill at I, points. I couldn't, do, you can't take like a proper stroke. There was even times where I literally had my hands out, not not swimming, and the current was just taking me really quickly down the river. But I was sort of like, you know, like in a scene from Star Wars, I was like trying to dodge these giant rocks in the thing, but one, I didn't dodge, or I, I dodged it, but it yeah. caught Chris right in the chest. So, yeah, so literally I'm swimming or trying to swim and I get this rock that basically punches me right in the chest. <laughs> I don't know how. I'm glad I didn't get my face for my Puerto Rican vanity's yeah. sake, but it hurt really. I, I stood up and I was like, this freaking hurt. It yeah. still hurts. So I got like a bruised Damn, sternum dude. or something. Um, it, it hurts so bad. <laughs> I was That's like, brutal. oh my God. But it's like, hey, man, got to get this thing done. I didn't think anything was broken. I did sort of like the arm test. Yeah. I had full range of motion. I was just in pain. So we got back in and we just kept going. And and honestly, I will say, um, didn't mention this before, but I was wearing the Adidas Terex Speed Ultras, mm-hmm. um, which is sort of the shoes is all the rage. It's all the rage. The grip was awesome. You're wearing your VJ, so we already know the grip was awesome. But after the first run, the first wet, Thing that I stepped on and it held, I was like, this is great. This is going to be fantastic. So yeah. really good grip the whole time, except for that last swim exit. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was that very, was, there was a lot of stuff. It was current. On it. There was a lot of kind of weird rocks on it. That was the one where it was kind of sketchy. Um, but, but yeah, we, we basically got through that swim. It was, seemed really fast because the current was, was yeah. pretty strong. I mean, you probably could have put your pool buoy like on your chest and, and just kind of floated on down. Yeah. <clears throat> and so we got out and we had gotten in and there was a team probably... 100 200 yards in front of us yeah, mixed team but we i guess we were swimming with the current and so we kind of caught a little bit and then when i saw the finish or the exit i looked up and they were maybe 25 yards ahead and i looked Just they were a mixed like team and i'm around. like i looked at chris and i'm like do we want to really because the race was pretty much over at that point you go up 12 steps and then you it's run 50 like yards. a 50 yard to the finish line and mm-hmm. i'm like I looked at Chris. I'm like, "Are you you all you trying to get a sprint finish in here, or 
I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Right. It doesn't matter to us. And we're like, what? We're not going to make their lives more stressful <laughs> for the yeah. last bit. So we didn't, we didn't like rush out and we looked behind us and it was, you know, we had plenty of time. So we just kind of took our time getting out, yeah. charged up the stairs and, and finished. Yeah. In, ran uh, up the stairs. I will say like, you know, running out of every transition, running into every transition, running all the way to the finish. I mean, we, I think we were fitter than we're giving ourselves credit yeah. for. We finished in three hours and 40 minutes and 30 seconds, which was good enough for eighth overall and seventh place men's team. Um, in an incredibly fast, stacked field. Yeah. I mean, the winning team was 305 or something like that. Course record, new course record. And uh, yeah, it was, good, it was a good day for course records. But yeah, it was. we were super happy with the result. Again, mm-hmm. family was at the finish line, which was great. Got a bunch of photos. Uh, Herbert was there taking photos of us. Yep. And, and it was really, you know, in terms of, um, again, the vibes were just were just awesome, awesome <clears throat> vibes. Yeah. I think it, you know, maybe we should just jump into final thoughts. Um, I was asking you, kind of like, okay, so we've done basically all of the super hard swim runs in North America, and kind of where this one stacks up. Yeah, and you kind of have to put it in, in you know, in the Orcas Island kind of camp because of the, the hills, because situation. of the hills, yeah. or the Catalina because of the hills. Um, this one, I think because of the technical nature of the trails kind of felt like a very European race in mm-hmm. a way. <laughs> yeah. Um, like sort of a, you know, maybe Probably like, be a, like an Engaden type thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was just super, super fun. Like I really enjoyed it. I was actually surprised, um, again, because I felt like I was just mentally not totally checked in for the race. Um, I was surprised like how much fun, I mean, how challenging it was, how we sort of showed up and kind of did the work. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it it was just an amazing race experience and I kind of get it why, hey, this is a unique race and there's Mm -hmm. all these teams like, you know, Phyllis Hold My Shower Beer. They basically do two races a year. They do Lake James, they do this one. Yeah. And, you know, we keep trying to get them to come out of the state and (laughs) do Casco or something. But, um, but, uh, but yeah, it was just super fun event and just yeah. super proud of, of, of the way we sort of managed it it was it was really great and i mean walking around after i didn't hear one bad thing being uttered about the race everyone was just outpouring with uh how much fun they had what a great time oh great yeah. views the weather was everything was, was well just marked. well marked you know, it was kind of a confusing layout it was <clears> not a problem I was a little bit concerned about that too. Like with this circuit situation, are we going to have to be worried about, oh, uh, lap one, you go left, lap two, you go right or anything like that? Nope. They had it all sort of tidied up. Um, but yeah, I mean, for what was supposed to be the final swim run in C, it was a, it was a, a really great day all around. Yeah. Um, but before the race, Herbert announced that, yes, this is the final one for this year. They're taking 2023 off. So no race next year, but they have decided they're bringing it back for 2024. Um, yeah. They're going to mix it up a little bit, um, but but everyone was really excited to hear that, and we were we were definitely excited to hear that. So if this yeah. race has uh, sparked your interest, you're going to have to wait a, a bonus year, but um, yeah, definitely put Swim Run and C on your bucket list for totally. sure, at least one time. Totally, I think that if you are looking for something different, like a very quintessential swim run experience, in the fact that the sport is super random, but it has really great community and really great people, and you go to these places where you'd never think you'd go. Mm-hmm. I mean, this race checks off a lot of those boxes, and and you can really tell. I think 
you know, this is run by volunteers, you know, Jan, Jeff and, 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 um, and, and Herbert. And you, you can tell like they're doing this for the love and yeah. it just seeps into everything from the way the aid stations are set up, from the way they do the awards, from the way they do the swag, from everything. It's just like everything's being done for the right reasons. And it just, it makes you want to support them and it mm-hmm. makes you want to, um, I mean, I would love to go back and do this race again. And I think if anyone's in the area, you should definitely check out Carolina Zipline Canopy yeah, Tours. For sure. <laughs> great. Uh, leave a good review on Yelp or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is our penultimate race of the year. We got one more. We got Swim Run, uh, Odyssey Swim Run Austin in mm-hmm. a few weeks. We're l- really looking forward to that one. That'll be our third time doing that one. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think for a year where we've done a ton of racing and a ton of training, um, like if if this was our last race of the year, very happy with it. no 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 regrets no, no regrets on that for no sure regrets. um yeah i mean we had a great time it's great B- look we had a jam out of there so yeah. we were we our intention was to stay longer press the flesh have beers with people chat you know do do our normal mingle uh because there were so many great people that we don't see enough of um but we really had a jam out of there we had flights to catch and we flew back that night and we arrived back in San Francisco at about one one a.m. Something I like think that. something like that, and then work early on Monday. So yeah, but yeah, hey, we, that's that's the life. That's, that's the life. Run life. Uh, it's the life of a, a micro influencer. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I mean, again, great time. I'm really excited. The the results are up. The photos are rolling out now on Facebook. There's just such an incredible amount of photographers at really just cool locations and everything. I will have one note. So we say on the show that Chris actually, you know, he's the he's the uh, second fastest swimmer on the low tide boys. We'll just say that. This is the running joke. Mm-hmm. And I lead, I would say at this race, I led out of all, let's just say 3,000 yards, I led 2,900 of them. Yeah, I led 100 yards. <laughs> Chris led swim. 100. But for all the photos that Chris and I have, he's always in the front of the swims, which is total <laughs> bullshit. I'm like, I do all the work leading all, everything, and then every photo, Chris is in the front, and I'm like, damn, people are going to think I'm a liar. <laughs> so on, on actually, we are currently, at the time of recording, Swim Run NC's uh, profile picture. That's actually us in the water and Chris. That's what that was one of the twenty-five yard swims, mm-hmm. and I'm poking my head out of the water like a gopher, like kind of looking around. One of the swims, I didn't even put my goggles on. Yeah, the twenty-five. Yeah, one of the twenty-fives. I just kind of like jumped in, heads up, like six strokes, yeah. got out. But um, I, I can't wait to see the photos. They all they my swims, max all the swims I led, max effort. Max effort. You couldn't even get built up to max effort it was so it was like by the time you would get there you I was were, like swimming out of the yeah. transition was, yeah it was yeah. it was great it was great and yeah the photos are awesome again can't recommend this race enough super fun um i wish we would have done it years ago yeah basically but but here we are that was it swim running seas in the books we'll see it all at austin giddy up yeah Well, that's it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a review since that's the best way to help other people discover the show and the support of Swim Run. 
Sign up for our newsletter at lowtideboys.com. That's boys with a Z. And check out our meme page at the Low Tide Boys on Instagram. If you have any suggestions for the show or questions for us, send us a DM or an email at lowtideboys at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Riding Easy Records for our show music and, of course, our wives for their support and tolerance of all our swim run activities, podcast, and other stuff. Yeah, other stuff. Other way stuff. To, way to keep it PG. Finally, you can support our efforts on Patreon. Until next time, get out there and go for a swim. Go for a run. Then another swim. Then another run. And then another swim. And then another run. And then just keep going. Until you're done. Until you're done. Or maybe can't stop stop. this stuff. (laughs)